Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Slackline Quote of the Day edition. We are headed into week two of these uh, these daily casts. Uh, you are here with the boss. The boss is coming! That's a made-up dumb fairy tale name, you We are chatting, uh, you know, quotes, famous quotes, uh, quotes from people out here on the street, quotes from friends that I find interesting, whatever. Anything that kind of sparks my... Uh, my brain to, to have a rant. Uh, I hope everybody tuned in last night to the uh, to the the big uh, slack line. I, I posted uh, the newest episode with Jordan Vasquez and Ken Dressen, and as always, my my lovely co-host, lovely mustachioed co-host uh, Jay Wow. And uh, yeah, that was a fun segment. We chatted quite a bit about uh, aliens and U.S. politics and. Uh, doomsday theories and, and just uh, stupid stuff like that. So check that out. Everything's up on YouTube and iTunes. Uh, follow us on Instagram at uh, the.slack.line. Uh, just got a Twitter all set up. That is at slackline underscore radio. Uh, that is us on Twitter. I uh, hope I'll be active there. I'm not really sure uh, how Twitter works. I don't really like Twitter. I need to pay somebody. Uh, or somebody can do it for free. I need somebody to to be on the Twitter for me. Uh, we'll we'll see if Jay Wow wants to do that. Uh, so yeah, we are talking quotes today. Uh, Greg, uh, who's bringing us uh, who's bringing us to the to the listeners today? Uh, who's our sponsor? We got a very generous sponsor today. Freddie Neats Love and or Madness Potion. Side effects depend entirely on another person's undeterminable feelings for you. That is Freddie Neat's Love and or Madness Potion. That's pretty right on point with our quote today. Greg seems to be nailing all of these sponsors for our quotes. Uh, so, yeah, we will get to the quote for the day. Here is the quote. Uh, there is always some madness in love, but there is also always some reason in madness. Uh, that is Friedrich Nietzsche. Uh, he is a German philosopher father of uh, nihilism, uh, which is a philosophy of life has no meaning. So he has a kind of a bleak outlook on life, which makes this quote pretty interesting um, and kind of, you know, sadder than it is in my mind. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you think about what uh, what nihilism is and that life... Uh, Life has no meaning. Life is chaos. You know, you're here for this like short blip of time, you know, and even humanity is here for this short blip of time. So even if something you do affects humanity, it ultimately has no effect. It's just, you know, it's a pretty bleak outlook on life. So, but it plays back into this idea that there, uh, there is madness in love, uh, because you know the idea of of love itself. Uh, is this feeling that we don't really understand, and it, uh, it, 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 it is a, it can consume us, it can drive us crazy. Um, but there is also some reason in madness, and the reason in madness, according to nihilism, is that, you know, if life has no meaning, if people have no meaning, then we seek meaning through, you know, religion or family or goals, or love, uh, or maybe all of it. And and if the view is that there's no meaning and everything is chaos. Those pursuits are ultimately unreasonable or, or madness, right? And so that's not to say that wanting uh, family and, and those that wanting those things is madness, family and success and, and love. Like, like 
wanting those things isn't madness, but uh, you know, seeking meaning through them, uh, according to nihilism, would be madness. Uh, the reason this quote hit me is because I I, I do think that there's re that there's madness in love, but I think that's kind of the beautiful part of love. I think that the beautiful part of love is that we don't understand it, that it's this unknown feeling between two people that. Uh, that I think both people feel, uh, whether or not they end up being together or not. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of a recognition of, of hey, you know, we're, we're on the same page and, and you can feel it. You don't know what it is. And it's these feelings of, of, uh, intrigue and, uh, attraction and, and like-mindedness and, and just, you know, uh, just somebody that uh, challenges you, like, whatever. Like, whatever your f your thoughts on love is, like, it's all of these things kind of bundled up into one ball of emotion that we're not really sure how to explain, and we call it love. And and uh, so there's madness in, in, what this, uh, in what this thing is, and there's also madness in, uh, in our pursuit in it as far as, you know, what we're willing to do, uh, you know, uh, or say, uh, you know, I, I know that I've said, like, I've said crazy and dumb things when I've been in love with people, um, that I look back on and go, like, dude, wha like, why, why did you say that? Like, that was the dumbest, stupid thing you could have said at that moment. And I don't judge people for, uh, what they do or say while in a state of of love, especially if that love I is causing them distress. Uh, I had an ex-girlfriend who, you know, uh, the the beginning of our relationship was kind of up and down and rocky, breaking up, not breaking up, whatever. And and I remember her going crazy at one point and kind of just, you know, saying a bunch of stuff that was pretty offside. And and in hindsight, it was like, well, I'm like, I and I wasn't even really mad at her at the time because it was like, well, you're, I see that you're crazy about me. Like, there's there's a reason that 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 term is that way. When somebody's crazy about you, it's true. Like you, you'll do and say things you never thought you would or could. Uh, you know, both good and bad. And uh, and again, like I try not to judge what comes out of people's mouths or or the things that they do when they're in love. Uh, you know, beyond a certain point, obviously. Uh, you know, I don't think that you can be in love with people that you've never met or anything like that. But I do think that that uh, that you can be in love with people that you've never like actually been together with. Uh, people, you know, people that you know, people that are in your life that uh, you know just never end up happening for whatever reason. Um, so I guess I take more of an existentialist point of view on love. And ex existentialism is the idea that yeah, life has no meaning, but we can we can give it meaning by you know pursuing these things. John Paul Sartre argued that yeah, like life has no meaning, so you can only give it meaning by living authentically, by embracing absurdity, uh, by doing what feels right for you at that moment, following your instincts, because that's the only way that you can really uh, guide yourself. There is no you know, this was in the uh, the breakdown of, of religion and God and science was kind of breaking these things down. Uh, so people started arguing, well, where is morality? Where is our, our centered morality? And so this came from, you know, it's, it's in yourselves. It's, it's in us. Um, and, uh, you know, again, we can only live authentically. Like, 
and by embracing absurdity, by uh, embracing these things that we pursue for, you know, no real rational reason other than it kind of it makes us feel good. Embrace that and do it because life has no meaning otherwise. So you might as well uh, pursue these these uh, absurdities, uh, these these crazy things, these madnesses. Uh, one of which is love. And uh, wait, is that the original YOLO? Like a uh, early twentieth century YOLO uh, from uh, from John Paul Sartre was the original YOLO. So we have to kind of go with the flow of this madness uh, to embrace love or even find love, uh, because in, for in, cor in order to find love, like you actually have to put yourself out there, right? Like that is an act of absurdity uh, when you think about it. When you really break it down to uh to the 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 base level of it something as simple from something as simple as swiping right on tinder to actually going and 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 asking somebody out in person like you have to take that step and and that step assumes that uh or that step puts aside all other much more likely possibilities that uh that you will not end up with this person ultimately uh, you know, the unlike the likelihood that they don't even want you to have their phone number, the likelihood that uh that they lose interest in you within like a few days or a few months, uh the uh, uh more likelihood that maybe you date and but it fizzles out anyways, uh even half of marriages end before they're done, like so the idea of pursuing this like life partner, uh this this love that you know checks off all these boxes that meets all these um unknown requirements that we have for people like that's the thing is we, we have our checklists but we don't know what are on our checklists <laughs> uh until until something clicks that either makes us go like oh or oh uh yeah that's not going to work like so uh we ha we put all those things aside uh to take a chance on somebody that you find interesting again for some reason like you don't know why this person is, is piquing your interest because the world is full of people that we're attracted to. It's not just attraction. It's not just physical attraction. Uh, you know, um, especially when we're talking about love. Like, when you first see somebody that you end up being in love with, it's a, like, when you look back on it, it's a different thing. It's a different, uh, it's a different meeting. Um, even if that meeting is from across a room and you kind of see each other, like it's a different sort of meeting than uh, than when it's just oh that person's that person's really hot. Like uh, that's a different look, a but we don't know what that is. Even the person giving that look doesn't know what that is. They don't know that they're giving that look, and you don't know what look you're returning to them that's making them uh fall for you uh you know we can't go back and watch tape on, on our lives and be like oh yeah that's that's what that's what went why she fell in love with me like um you know that would be great we can go back through our memories and think about you know things we could or things we did or or didn't do or should have done or whatever uh you know to try and learn from them in the future after things fall apart but like that's that's the only kind of uh that's the only kind of rational academic thing you can take from a uh a venture through love 
because everything else is just pure raw emotion that makes no sense and how you react to it makes no sense and so it it can freak us out you know it it really does freak us out sometimes And, and it freaks you out too when you feel it like i said you feel it right away with people and so when you're not actually pursuing something like that when you don't feel like you're in a space where you can you know give time to somebody uh with love and and you know with like a proper relationship and that type of thing and then you meet somebody and and you feel that you feel that you know different sort of attraction you know attraction to their their personality and attraction to you know who they are and, and and what they're interested in and all that type of shit um y- when you feel that again and you're not in that space it f- it really like it makes people run right and and that's what ultimately kind of leads to the like dating scene i think being kind of a whirlwind of people like ghosting and people uh you know kind of running away from feelings people like and and people you know not pursuing things that you know ultimately seem good uh but are you know for what like it's not a bad thing for whatever reason they're not in a place for it um but you know you're still drawn to those types of scenarios because they're not common you and and you don't want to miss them and and you know they're not common um when you've gone through them a couple times you know uh like it's not like it's a yearly thing <laughs> that you just fall in love every year or every like or every person that you meet is is a, is a, is somebody that you love like it just doesn't work that way um even when even if you're people that say it to each other like uh something like that is always uh it, it's a tough one you know i remember having an ex tell me that she loved me uh before i was comfortable saying that back to her um it's not that i didn't like her and and i ended up loving her and we dated for a long time but like um you know at that time she felt it and and i was feeling it but i wasn't comfortable enough i didn't want to lie to her and tell her that i loved her when i didn't actually feel that right at that moment uh, but I did. I, I lied to her. I told her that I loved her. Um, and, uh, you know, that's not good. But I didn't want to lose her. And I thought that if I didn't return that, that uh, that she would be lost. And, and you know, looking back on it, like I said, we ended up dating for a long time. And, and I did love her. Uh, and so that lie turns out to be good. I don't know. You know, maybe it wouldn't have mattered if I had told her the truth. Uh, you know, she would probably say that it wouldn't have, but uh, who even knows if that's the truth? Sh- she doesn't even know if that's the truth, you know? Because, again, that would have been a reaction in a moment of pure, like, vulnerability, of pure, you know, uh, madness. And there's no telling how she would have reacted to me saying, I, I, c- I just can't tell you that. I just can't say that to you right now. Um, you know, (laughs) there definitely would have been tears, I would think. So, uh, yeah, you can't really look back and, and kind of even judge yourself about what you would or, or, or could have done in different moments. Uh, I mean, you can definitely say what you should have done, (laughs) but, uh, but at that moment, I mean, you can't react differently because your reaction is pure emotion. 
when you're dealing with something like uh like trying to navigate love like there is no logic that really comes into play uh i mean people might argue with that but i mean i would argue that any sort of logic you're trying to throw into it is still based on the emotion of love that you're trying to get from this other person and so that in itself is is madness is irrational and uh and any type of reasoning you try to throw on it um kind of makes no sense you know uh, that's why I think people have a tough time describing what they love about somebody. That's always such an odd question. What do you What do you love about me, or even what you like about somebody? What do you like about me? I don't. Uh, I don't know. Your personality is interesting. You make me laugh. You're beautiful. Like whatever. Like these things. Like they all sound cliche, and w- and people always seem to. You know, want to hear something different than they've heard before, but there's nothing else different to say because there's no words at least in our language anyways that seem to really be able to convey how you feel about somebody uh that you're in love with um it it i I think you can really only do it through action and even action can be tough sometimes because i know i look back uh I look back on on times I've been in love and uh some would say that the way I I acted in in certain scenarios would mean that I I didn't love that person anymore because I wasn't putting, you know, uh an effort into the relationship that somebody who uh who loved that person w- would be. Um y- you know, the effort thing is probably true. The love thing is definitely not true. You know, like so uh, and I, I can't explain why, you know, the, the effort plummeted, you know, those types of things are, uh, they're more personal. I think they're more, uh, they're more inside the person that's, that's failing than they are in the person that is, is being failed. Like, uh, I think that's, that's usually kind of obvious and it's, it's hard. And, uh, you know, I sympathize with the person on the other side who has to watch a loved one, you know, uh lose themselves and 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 wonder what they're going to do about it you know you want to stick by somebody you love uh you know for as long as you can and but at a certain point uh if they're giving up on on your relationship or the or their own they're giving up on themselves in some way like it, it it can be difficult to stick around people like that but that doesn't mean that that the people like that have have uh lost their love for you necessarily you know, again, it's just, it's just another uh, irrational <laughs> reaction to uh, to to you know the pursuit of something, and whatever that is, uh, only that person knows. And that, and in a moment of like personal crisis, uh, probably that person doesn't know, and and that can make it all the more difficult for to for somebody that you know loves that person uh, to try and maintain, you know. Uh, a level of happiness and a level of satisfaction uh, with themselves and with their relationship because, I mean, if a person's not uh, not satisfied with themselves, not happy with themselves, how can they project that uh, into other people? Like, it's impossible. And, uh, and you become just, like, a shitty person to be around. And so uh, I kind of lost my train of thought and just kind of 
<laughs> ripped on myself uh, a little bit, I guess. But uh, that's okay. That's kind of what these things are for, a little self-reflection. Um, that's what we'll probably cut it there for today. Uh, let's take a look back at the quote uh, brought to us again by Freddie Neitz. Love and or madness potion. Side effects depend entirely on another person's undeterminable feelings for you. That is Freddie Neitz's love and or madness potion, bringing us the quote, there is always some madness in love, but there is also always some reason in madness. Uh, that is Friedrich Nietzsche uh, bringing us our quote today. Uh, hope everybody liked it. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the.slack.line and, uh, and Twitter at slackline underscore radio. Uh, yeah, we are, uh, you are here with the boss. The boss, boss. is coming! That's a made-up, dumb f***ing fairytale name, you f And, uh, we will be back tomorrow again with another quote. And I uh, hope everybody has a good day. Bye for now. <laughs>